Once we begin thinking of all the deceptions the enemy is about with regard to our lives, we have a tendency to become obsessed with him, fearful of what he is going to do next. Once we take him seriously, he switches from his tactic of, I'm not here, to one of having us worry about him day and night, which is almost a form of worship. God graciously showed me this several years ago while I was in the midst of an intense three-year spiritual battle on behalf of a client who had spent years in the control of a satanic cult. One night, David, not his real name, called me on the phone at three in the morning in the midst of painful spiritual torment. We talked and prayed, and I began to read from the Psalms. Finally, I could hear by his deep breathing that he had fallen asleep. As I lay on my dining room floor, pondering whether to leave the phone off the hook and build up a huge phone bill, or hang up and risk having the beeping of the phone off the hook signal wake David, something wonderful and strange took place. In my heart, I heard a voice say, Brent, forget about the battle. You're here with me now. Rest. I looked up, actually expecting to see God in some way, or perhaps an angel. What I did see was the light in the room change. I find myself wanting to say it grew more distinct, almost more personal. I only know I discovered that my hand was raised in the air, in worship. I didn't decide to raise it. I'm not, by any means, an expressive person in the charismatic sense of the word. It was simply as if there were no other appropriate response, and my hand acted accordingly. For several minutes, I basked in what I can only describe now as God's warmth and love toward me. The epiphany ended with me reading the 23rd Psalm and others it seemed the Lord had chosen to assure me that I was not alone in the battle. From that night on, I had a whole new understanding of what both God our Father and the enemy of our souls are about once we leave behind the deception that Satan is not there and enter into the spiritual warfare that is part of the sacred romance, Act 3. Again, Satan's desire is to keep us away from communion with God. He doesn't care how he does it. God's intention, on the other hand, is to use spiritual warfare to draw us into deeper communion with himself. Satan's device is to isolate us and wear us out obsessing about what he has done and what he will do next. And he is very effective in using our particular message of the arrows to do it. God desires to use the enemy's attacks to remove the obstacles between ourselves and him, to reestablish our dependency on him as sons and daughters in a much deeper way. Once we understand that, the warfare we are in begins to feel totally different. It is not really about Satan anymore, but about communion with God and abiding in Jesus as the source of life. The whole experience begins to feel more like a devotional. 